Hello and welcome to Succession Obsession, a episode-by-episode recap of HBO's excellent series Succession. I'm Ethan Crane. I'm Talia Ripley. Today's episode is about Season 4, Episode 5, Kill List. We record this podcast just after watching the show. There's no spoilers, also no ads, uh, no demand for money from a Patreon account. Enjoy the episode. Okay, who won that then? I don't know. I'm really not sure. What, as in, did Madsen win or did the, did the Roys win? What was going on? I think, right, I want to go through it then from the beginning just to what? work out what's going on. Through the episode. Yeah, it's quite a complicated episode, yeah, isn't yeah, it? There's yeah, a yeah. lot of deal-making going on. There's yeah. a lot of, like, the between-characters stuff going on yeah. as well. Yeah, it doesn't disappoint. It's carried <laughs> no. on at a great pace. Yeah. So we got, because what I, I love that beginning bit with Kendall in the car. Did that not remind you of the very first few episodes? Kendall, episode, Kendall's right? still listening to rap, still thinking that he's somehow street and down with the kids because he's yeah, really into yeah, rap. Yeah. yeah. Do you know, do, uh, do you remember that that's, I think that's a reference to, it was always that James Murdoch was supposed to be very into um, oh, hip hop. Okay. Yeah. So I think that's a reference to him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you've got you've got Kendall settling into being like being Logan almost coming in having this kind of powerful meeting feeling all like I'm the big person. He hasn't sat in the chair yet. No. So that feels like a thing. Does he get to sit in the chair because there was two of them? Who's going to? Yeah. But presumably, um, but did, but they did can't you, both sit on at the same time. No. Did you note like unlike Kendall's been a little bit more relaxed in the episodes coming up to this, hasn't he? Now he's back to normal. I'm sure I, he, he, I would imagine he's doing coke again now, now that he's like the boss of Waystar. He's okay. probably very, I mean, he seems like the cokey Kendall of before, doesn't he? Do you think? Okay. okay. Yeah. I hadn't thought that. I had. Yeah. I mean, we haven't seen it, so I wasn't assuming. No. Well, I, either that or he's just so sort of like nervous about the prospects of doing this that that's what makes him like that because he's he's, beca- he's the, the old arsehole he was at the beginning wasn't he yeah. when he was all power crazed yeah, yeah 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 and definitely we see and throughout the episode we see lots of sort of nervy Kendall and yeah. Roman but yeah. I mean so I love this setup that you've got from the beginning of them saying suddenly like oh we've all got to go over they're asking for everybody it's like a, a cultural compatibility which I, I mean I have no idea if that's actually a thing that happens but I mean I'll go with it yeah, and, and it's a lovely, uh, Madsen's invite to them all to come over is a lovely way of getting everyone together again, which, which is just what the writers managed to yeah. do, like, over and over again. And yeah. it's almost, as, it's like the Turnhaven, almost in the Pierce um, yeah. deal from season two. Or I was also thinking, off. I was also thinking it was quite like the Davos episode as well in season two, wasn't it? You're going to this big sort of, like, away day, fancy away day type thing where they're in this incredible place in like in Norway yeah. and things. Yeah. yeah, I mean sometimes you've got to wonder if they just really want to go to Norway. Yeah. But, yeah. but of course oh yeah, it kind of all makes sense and it gives some drama the fact that they've yeah. got to do this just after that the dad's died. Yeah, which obviously would come back yeah, in at the end sure, of the road. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Um but you've all you know, so it sets it up, they're all angsty You've got a little bit of Tom and Greg yeah. just before they got on the plane. Everyone gets to go, but why Greg? Why is Greg going? Why? And they even point that out, like, who is who are you later <laughs> yeah. on? Yeah. But I don't know. I think we have to just go with the fact that Greg yeah. will pop up wherever. Can I point out, as far as Greg's concerned, that I'm still quite uncomfortable 
with Greg saying lines like, we're going to get some Norwegian wood and that type of thing. Mm. And just Greg being sleazy. I just don't like it. It's just yeah, like, it's like yeah. Greg, is this something, has, has everything done this to Greg? Greg was an innocent and now he's just not, we don't like him now. We're not. No, it's harder to be Team Greg because it, it is harder to be Team Greg now. But I, 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 I don't know. But I feel it's a slight misstep in the in the tone of the program. So Greg was always our comic relief, and he's not so much our comic relief now because he's turned a bit sleazy. And I, 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 I realise the writers have done, done that deliberately, but I miss the old Greg, the old innocent Greg. Well, I think it's yeah. okay to miss him, but I, I, I also think. You know, because this is what will happen to somebody if they, this is exactly what Tom tried to, you know, was seducing Greg way back in season one, taking him out, showing him wealthy behaviours and restaurants and eating songbirds under a napkin. (laughs) And that's, you know, it's, it's taken its toll. And now Greg is... Sleazy, sleazy. I Greg. know. I guess yes, it is. Ine- it is inevitable, and that is kind of what the show's show to say. I mean, we could even say that Greg is uh, Tom a few years later, isn't he? Probably Tom was this sort of more innocent person before, and Tom was being corrupted by it, and now we see Greg being corrupted by. It. Yes, I, I know all this, and I know this is probably exactly true to life, but I just kind of don't quite like it as far as the tone okay. of the show goes because sort of, sort of Greg was almost this like kernel of innocence that you could hang on to somehow that I think that the the audience could grab hold of and and he was our light relief and we don't get any light relief now really because we don't have Greg anymore no, we got lots of we got lots of humor but yeah we it's don't dark have, though we don't have dark. any genuine light relief okay fair <laughs> yeah. enough well I'm, yeah. I'm I'm all for it yeah I'm not I'm not I'm not saying it's uh I'm not saying it's bad writing I'm just saying that there's something about me that sort of misses the old Greg okay yeah. fair enough fair yeah. enough but um, atmosphere on the plane, all a bit tense. All a bit tense, especially Hugo. Hugo looks like he's about to like burst <laughs> any moment. Yeah. Hugo yeah. realizes he's not. Yeah. And I love them all, sort of like comparing the, the, their opposites and finding Hugo finding out that his kind of opposite is this amazing sporting the Olympic athlete. Olympic athlete, yeah, and yeah. he feels you know that's it. Um, but meanwhile, you've got the siblings as well. Yeah. So. They're holding together at this point. They seem, but there's things coming through. So Shiva's, you know, noticed that the uh, the shitting on dad policy that yes. Hugo you, was yeah. commanded to do last week is coming through. I don't think she suspects Kendall of doing that, though, does she? Do you think? Do you think Roman suspects him? I don't know. Roman seems so uptight about everything in this episode. I think mm. he's just heads in, his head's all over the place. Yeah. Like, like, that's the other thing. Like, if Kendall is all sort of like old Cokey Ken again, Roman just seems like he hasn't really got the whole thing. He's sort of, I think he feels, my take on it is that, and this probably comes out throughout the episode, is that he's now he's now he's in the pole position. Now he's around the company. He feels completely out of his depth, I think. He just doesn't mm. know what he's doing. And he, his, as he does sort of later on in this episode, his fallback all the time is, do what Logan would have done because you know he says I want to do Logan's deal. And this sort of, I think he just feels like he doesn't now he's got the job. I don't think he really wants it. Yeah. Uh yeah. I mean he's well he's 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 like a few days after his dad died. Yeah. That's that's the thing. That's that yeah okay that is, that is more of it really I guess because and that's what comes out later isn't it? In the yeah. Speech with like he's just so an emotional wreck. Essentially. He is. Yeah. A, a, yeah. He's the most 
you know, like we were saying, how he's growing in emotion. So yeah. he's there, but he knows that he also can't be. Yeah. And I'll just mention one other thing on the plane on the way over is, is uh, Carl and Frank putting on their compression socks in front of Kendall, <laughs> which I guess, I guess is because we hear that that's maybe what happened to Logan, didn't we? Maybe that he had an aneurysm. And so oh, we're thinking... Yeah, a, a, a pulmonary embolism. Pulmonary embolism, yeah. So we're thinking they're doing this to avoid that, having what happened to Logan. Clicked, but yeah, that <laughs> totally makes sense, actually. Yeah. Well, I just sensible. love these two old men sliding the compression socks on and Kendall sort of having a grin at them. It was brilliant. Well, it's a good idea. They must fly a lot. It's probably worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you've got the board, you know, the, the, the upper management team of Carl and Hugh, all that lot, in yeah. one space. But then you've got, and you've got the siblings in another space. Yeah. And I really liked... You know, you've got Kendall and Roman sort of heads down being the serious bods and Shiv um, kind of coming in. And I think Kendall says, yeah, come on, we were, you know, he, he's spouting off stuff. We've got to do this. We've got to do that. We've got lots of, you know, numbers, blah, blah, blah. There's been this mention, of course, about this film that they know is shitting, you know. They, they've some sleepy robot in a cave. Sleepy robot in a cave costs yeah. billions. And you know, how, why is that? And he sort of says, I think he has the line, we're death wrestling with ogres here. Yeah. And she said, you're not, you're reading documents, which <laughs> is one of my favourite things in the episode, I think. I think I think Shiv's kind of slightly revelling in the fact that she's not in the driving seat now, isn't she? She's, she's sort of like quite liking watching them getting all anxious and nervous. Ah, okay, you yeah. think she's, I mean, I kind of felt she was frustrated that she doesn't, you know, she's always sidelined. She's the... Yes, they're consulting her, but not. She's not in the driving. Oh, well, I wasn't getting so much of that impression this episode because I thought that she was felt look fairly relaxed with everything that was going on. I think, yeah, I think maybe she's got in her head that if she's not sort of hasn't got quite, uh, you know, the, the same control that Kendall and Roman have, then she's also not going to get as much blame if they fuck it all up, which they seem quite destined to do here. Don't maybe, they? maybe, and yeah. she has always taken that like that in, in yeah. the whole family. Uh, her history she's always been the slightly outsider yeah almost was kind of making good but then yeah. yeah what was um what was it she doing you think when she comes out of talking to Kendall and Roman and gives Tom a smile on the way out as if to say as if to say mm, I know something that's going on but you don't what, what was she doing there do you think I she... think she's just sort of I, I assumed at the time anyway she's just fucking with Tom she's enjoying yeah. playing with him his mind at the minute which happens quite a lot in this episode, doesn't There's it? There's a lot yeah. playing around with people. Um, but we will yeah. get to the end so, of Shim Tom. Yeah, so end. you've also got the... The only other thing is, is just that sense that, you know, everybody's sort of losing their shit in, with the management team. Yeah. And Jerry kind of pulls them in and says, yeah, look, yeah. these guys, they're Europeans. They're soft. <laughs> Social security. We're Americans. We're raised by wolves. Yeah, we have <laughs> yeah. Logan. We, you know, we're going to beat this. And that sort of helps. They kind yeah, of yeah. pulls them together. Didn't you have the feel, though, in, in the whole of this episode, really, that... They're, everyone is kind of a little bit not knowing what they're doing because Logan's not there. Logan really held the things together, didn't he? Yeah. And like everyone is like worried for their future and worried that they're not up to the task of doing this. There's like it's like everyone's gone, ah, oh, Jesus Christ! I'm in charge of this like multi-billion-pound deal and I haven't got the head guy to tell us what to do. Yeah. And yeah. Do, what do you think yeah. that everybody else is also looking more nervous? So it's not just like the the siblings, but the well, other guys. The siblings are, but the the senior management, Frank and Carl and Jerry and whatever, 
know that they haven't got anyone with an iron fist like Logan in charge anymore. Yeah. So no, it's much more likely to all go haywire. So they haven't got before. their general that they yeah, can trust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they did weirdly, although he was a deeply abusive man, they loved him. <laughs> yeah, well, they well they at least sort of trusted him to get shit done anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, so we yeah. arrive in in yeah. the beautiful Norway. Yeah, we we have yet another in this series uh, shot of endless black vans travelling along roads one after the other. Oh. How many shots do you think we might have had in this of like black cars and black vans okay. travelling? Maybe like almost one an episode, I but think. Isn't it, it? Is, yeah. it is the way they travel in the yeah. convoy. Um, so, I mean, the place they get to is amazing and yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. And I love the, I, I mean, there's part of me that sort of feels when you see all these beautiful places, whenever they arrive anywhere, that you just think, any normal person would freak out and just be like, whoa, look at this. Have you seen my towels? Of course they don't do that. And yeah, then yeah. I think they're just but, Well, Kendall's complaining that his room's a bit small, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even though it has this glass-fronted view across this valley. It's astonishing. Yeah. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, do, you think, do you think when the location manager for Succession, like, they pretty much must go around thinking... I can suggest absolutely anything for this show. There is nothing that will seem too flamboyant or too expensive as far as location goes. Yeah, I, I yeah. don't know what their budgets are, yeah. but they're impressive. Yeah. Um, so you've got a little bit... So then you have this divide. So they've got the the kind of discussion up top, yeah. when they really seriously mean up top, and this, this cable car that takes them, which is the most elitist kind of up top you can imagine. <laughs> yeah. Whilst the rest of the kind of management crew are down having brunch. Yeah. Um, you've got a little bit of Connor in this. Oh, yes. They keep a bit of Connor in because he's he's wanting to ask them questions about uh, yeah. about what should they dress Logan in a kilt for being paid. Yeah. And yeah. I, I just love, I love Willa. Again, we don't see much of her, but she's she says something like, don't let them bully you or don't let them do that. Yes. And I... I do think it seems like, again, it seems like, you know, marriage hasn't soured things. It, they seem like they're really working as a team and just yeah. being really supportive. I mean, you feel like theirs is the best functioning relationship of any relationship in this series, really, isn't it? Even though not, not that Low good. bar. Low bar, but yeah. Low bar, but yeah, yeah. yeah it definitely seems. Yeah. yeah it was that, so that was nice. And um, nice to have a, to find that just another little indication that uh, Marsha really is running the ship as far as, like, Logan goes at home. She's deciding what goes on with Logan and how he's buried and things. Well, we have to see how that yeah. pans out. Well, I always, I always love any mention of Marsha because you know that she's 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 just going to come... She just comes comes and gets her way with everything, basically. Have you ever seen Marsha beaten on anything in... Uh, yeah. No, but she's not. But then, then every time you have a character that you think... Um, like Kerry, I mean, Kerry seemed yeah. to be this kind of um, completely in, um, you know, in control, yeah, and yeah, invulnerable and really tough and everything. And you think she had a kind of coolness to her, and then you find out her, you know, she very quickly went from that's true that state. Okay, so so down. small sidebar from this episode. Do you see that happening to Marsha? I don't actually. I I think Marsha's just Marsha is. I think Marsha might win, possibly. Yeah, we don't really know Marsha's background, but you feel she's yeah, seen some she's, tough times. Yeah, if anyone was raised by wolves, it was Marsha, I think. And we know that Logan has a type, as yeah. they say, and it's a steely, yes. a steely woman. Yeah. But anyway, to go back to the mm-hmm. to go back to mm-hmm. the the meeting with Madsen. Anyway, so we first have you know Madsen sort of 
takes the in his hood with his hood up kind mm. of thing takes the piss out of them for having all of the senior management team there as well yep, yep, and yep. then sort of Kendall and, and Roman go off with him yeah, send all yeah, the others yeah. away before that though yeah. you, we've got the first interaction so let's make a note of this because this is a big uh, shipping item in this episode is first time him and Shiv seem to have much of an interaction and he's I quite like that thing of uh so he hugs the other two, very oh, yes. kind of, oh. And they've got Shiv looking a bit like, oh, great, I am yet again. I, th- I thought there was a hint that she was feeling left out in just yeah. a sense that she's not included in this management thing. Yeah. And he says, oh, am I going to get a lawsuit? Or yes. Something? And she said, like, we might. Just <laughs> give see, it a go. <laughs> give it a go. Which is a nice little jokey thing. So yeah. that sets up the vibe for them. Yeah, yeah, I like later. that. I, I wasn't seeing the... the Shiv Madsen flirting of later, that was quite a surprise. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. As well. yeah. But yeah. You, so then you've got this, this, the first kind of like deal discussion yeah. between uh, the, the, well, so Roman and Kendall and, and, and Madsen. Yeah. But Madsen wrong foots them immediately by them talking about Logan dying and, and, you know, Roman saying, you know what, it's, you know, it's a bit of a weird thing. You're getting us here two days after our dad's number or whatever. And Madsen comes back with, well, lucky it wasn't you finding him in his BMW with the yes. engine still running, which you kind of, in the, in the next sentence, you find out that's how he found his dad, isn't it? And and because he says, well, is there no kind of like, um, oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Lucas? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is a, an astonishing thing to them to say to them, really. So but I, I, really wrong foots them. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. does. I mean, so there's so many layers of... of very unusual human behavior there in, in the yeah. history. So Manson having this, yeah, I mean, basically they're having a pissing competition from who's had the shittest experience of their dad dying, yeah, yeah. which, yeah, I guess that's not outrageous. That's something people might do. I mean, Kendall and Rowan have, have sort of got the upper hand a little bit because they only died two days ago. And then Madsen gets the upper hand because his dad yeah, died. Yeah, generally not considered a competition. <laughs> no, yeah. like, you know, worst. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, and but it does probably say something about Kendall and Roman that they don't say what? Wow, that happened. What? You know, are you shitting us? You know, they don't. There's no exploration of that human. No, but feature. it was a but it, it was a pretty off the wall thing to say, really, wasn't it? From it Madsen. Was. I mean, and Madsen is. I, I think Madsen. This was his best episode so mm. far, as Pete far as Madsen. like Pete Madsen, because he it was so many facets to him, wasn't there, in all the different scenes. Yeah, yeah, we see more than just this yeah. that we've seen before. He, you can see just how incredibly clever he is and what a good deal maker he is, but also that he's he's a little bit unhinged, really, isn't he? Yeah, so yeah. it's like, he seems good, but actually, is he, as they sort of get yeah. this feel. But in that, in that interaction, at least, he's got, I think he's got control of the room, he, this is where he says, okay, I want ATN as well. Yeah. He's quite, I mean, Roman and, and Kendall just look very, they look really nervous. Yeah. Um, especially, especially particularly Roman, Roman yeah. Yeah. Doesn't know what he's doing. Kendall yeah. less so, but still not really in control of things. Yeah. And um, they, they they don't communicate well either, do they? Roman no. and Kendall can't, they can't see, they can't do any kind of like, which you'd expect from siblings to kind of like be able to get a sense of what do you think about this? But, yeah, yeah. So they step down from that. Um, and what have we got after that? Well, they, they, uh, they leave that discussion and they say, obviously they need to go and talk about it. And the next person, and they talk to Shiv about it as well. Yes. Yes. And nothing really happens as far as talking about that. But what we, an interesting bit of information we get when they're talking with Shiv is, 
Shiva asks about why um, ATN have a direct line to Mencken's political campaign, which I'm sure is going to be a hook for a future episode. And, and we kind of get the impression that Roman has authorised this somehow yeah. because we know that he's more closely connected to Mencken than either of the others. And he looks a bit shifty about it, doesn't it, when, when Shiv asks about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's quite feasible. And so, we're, so my impression of that was that one of the reasons why Roman is a little bit reluctant about selling ATN is because he plans to use ATN for his own purposes as far as like being very in with Mencken. Maybe, yeah. maybe, I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, it doesn't really figure quite so much because you don't, really, well. you don't really know what Roman's thinking because he seems to be all over the place, yeah, but yeah, that yeah. was a possibility, I thought. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. I mean, you've also got um, Shiv having great lines about because she's not attached to ATN, really. Yeah, and she um, wants to fuck Tom as well. Well, <laughs> does she? I mean, because we, we've also had the, the two brothers, that was a bit earlier in the plane, offering to say, do you want us to really fuck Tom? Yes. And which I thought was kind of weirdly nice, almost like yeah. brothers saying would be up on your your partner or something but yeah um but then also because she doesn't like atn no because it's not her politics yeah. really, and like when it? they say well dad wanted wanted it like you said this is i think both kendall to some extent but definitely roman always saying well this is what Rome, you know dad would have done yeah. and you know roman she keeps says, repeating that throughout yeah, the episode yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and she says like yeah, but he also wanted to poison Brezhnev and hang Mandela. It's not always right, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. They love throwing in things like that. It's a real-life kind of uh, uh, tidbits that, that probably Logan would have said at the time, yeah. yeah. And that's his suggestion is, why don't we just keep one of his old sweaters rather than ATN because it would be less racist. <laughs> yes. Very good line, yeah. So mm. after after we've had the um, this talk between Shiv and Rowan and Kendall... We go back to where the the underlings are kind of having a discussion, mm-hmm. but lower down, though, yeah, literally yeah. lower down on the uh, yes. on the slopes. And this is where this is where we kind of get a little bit more of the old style comic Tom and Greg, I think. But it made me wonder, like, why does Tom think he can actually do anything whatsoever in this situation? He seems to have no power at all, but he seems to think that maybe he can. Is he just deluded in that, do you think? Or? Well, I guess he thinks, you know, if, if they like... I mean, all of them know that they're trying to sell themselves for, to keep their jobs if, the, if this is the, yeah. the takeover. Nobody, and, and actually, this is where we first hear the title of the programme, Kill, Kill List. Kill List, yeah. Um, so, you know, this is which Greg introduces. He said this is what he's heard, you know, this Kill List. And, and, well, how, would, how would Greg have managed to get anyone to tell him about the Kill List, do you think? That seems slightly unbelievable to me. Yeah. Well, I don't know, maybe, maybe in yeah. his like weird charmingness. But yeah. he's got a little bit of information about the weirdness of Madsen saying that when he's when he's fucking a random a rando, yeah. then he, he has noise cancelling headphones. Yeah, playing podcasts. podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Which and Tom just looks at him weirdly and like, well, I don't know how I can use that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But we've got this, then we've got which is kind of what you were, you you knew would be happening, which is like power plays in between um, the team, the, the the Swedish team and the Americans as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it starts off, it does, you do, like, your fresh flesh is crawling as Tom sort of goes and sits with the with a group of them. Yes. Um, but I, I quite, I actually quite like Tom's response when they start talking about 
start talking and they're kind of putting him down like what do you know about French's French politics stuff yeah, like yeah. that and he just says American I don't care yeah, yeah yeah you feel like that's sort of like the right answer in that situation because you have to like play be powerful you have to like huh. yeah do you think his answer helped in the fact that in the end at the end of the episode he's not on that kill list good question I do you think they were compiling the kill list whilst having whilst yeah, like looking sure. More? yeah sure 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 yeah for sure those or there were people coming on and going off probably I don't know yeah no that's true so maybe it did help him maybe like that is what they were that is what uh, was impressing Madsen that Tom would say that but you've got the classic thing of any any those those dratted multilingual people of starting yeah. to talk in their own you know, in Swedish. Yeah. Um, and then they were laughing anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, Tom did, and Greg, anyway. Did you, I did a bit of research, you know what they were actually saying? Oh, no. What did they... So obviously it was mostly, when it's when Greg's there and they find out he's a cousin. Yeah. And they say, and they start talking about sort of this something, something about it being incestuous. And they call Greg two metres of nepotism. <laughs> I refer to him as a Habsburg giant, which apparently... Uh, was some Habsburg royal family which were very into kind of inbreeding and they eventually ended up like being tall but somewhat that was the one word when they when they were talking I heard the word that sounded like incestuous so I was guessing it was something like that yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. but um but yeah so you then you move from this kind of the underling sparring and stuff well to to this pulling out um Kendall Kendall um, them sort of saying, I, th- I think uh, Madsen says something like, we're just farting around, not farting yeah. around, but yeah. we're messing around until you give us a counter. I've yeah. made you an offer, you've got to do a counter. And so Kendall says, let's do it now. Yeah, yeah. very macho stuff. Really. Yeah, yeah, um, which Kendall can't really do. He's not very good at it. <laughs> yeah. Well, he kind of, like, he almost fooled me that he was going to be good, but then nothing really came out of it. And yeah. again, Madsen basically... Puts him down, doesn't they? Because he, he talks about what his plans are. I don't know. He's got some. I don't quite know what he's talking about with what he wants to do at ATM. But it's like he wants to IKEA it to fuck. IKEA it to fuck. Yeah. I don't know what. That yeah. I, well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Even the writers might know we meant by that. It just sounds like a good line, really. Yeah. But he he also is like talking. He you know he says yeah yeah no you've got good good parts you know not saying not having good coming good parts but bad brand yeah and in a way that's saying you you're do you yeah. think yeah no I think definitely I think he's saying the Roy family are toxic really isn't he but but the parts you could sell off and they'd be quite good yeah yeah and then he also says I don't care really what you think you're a tribute band yes <laughs> tribute band that was that was great yeah uh, yeah 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 I. Th- and then, well, we have this is the sauna happens just after that. You do have this, yeah. So with uh, with Frank and Carl sitting outside the sauna, while uh, I can't remember what the line is they use about all the people inside. But I mean, who was in? We had Ray and Mark, some of the other negotiators, the only ones I saw. I didn't see the, the, the others in there. You, yeah. well, the siblings definitely didn't seem to be in there, but presumably lots of the other sort of like lower rank senior management thought they'd better try and show how much of a sauna they can withstand. It's all very, yeah. like, you know, you're never going to win against a no. Swede in a no. sauna. Why did Carl and Frank not have to do that, do you think? 
I think they were taking their time out. You know, if you right. go in a sauna, then you're like, oh, I'm taking, I'm cooling off. Yeah, they, yeah. they basically decided, yeah, five minutes in, then 20 minutes out. Carl, Carl and Frank have always become this sort of indistinguishable old couple between them now. Haven't they? They're always together. And they're, they yeah. have nice, nice banter between them. They're not really fighting each other so much anymore. Which no, they a little bit of bitching, but yeah. not, nothing too much. And yeah. I think they're just, well, they both know they're hanging in there. They've got to, one of them's got to finance half an island. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> if anything, I'm getting my my warm comedy moments from Carl and Frank, particularly Carl at the moment, from Carl and Frank, rather than from Greg, because Greg's gone a bit sleazy. So I'm yeah. getting them from Carl right now. So. Yeah. So on from there, we kind of go to a nighttime scene, don't we? Which um, which I think Succession always does really well in that it shows you that however much money you might have and however expensive the DJs you might hire are, you can never add soul to your parties, really, <laughs> can you? You get like you get all these people standing around looking like they'd like to be dancing well. And Greg's normally dancing, like giving it some, but not in a sort of completely enjoyable fashion. It's awkward, isn't it? Is yeah. he dancing with Ebba? Or yeah, Ebba, they... the, the yeah. Uh, director of communications from Madison. She's looking like she'd rather be somewhere else for sure. Yeah, but this yeah. is like corporate life, I guess. Like nobody yeah. wants to go, nobody's going to really rave <laughs> with your corporate colleagues. That's a horrendous thought. No, uh, did you remember in, um, I can't even remember which season it was now, but when they're having a party somewhere, and Shiv has had some terrible things happening and she just decides just to go and completely let loose on the yeah, dance floor. That and that good. was actually, Shiv was almost like not caring and like dancing like no one was watching, wasn't she? I but, think yeah. that might, was that at Kendall's birthday? No, I don't think it was Kendall's birthday. It was some other event. I can't okay. remember, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But this is where we get um, the conversation between Kendall and Roman. And Kendall basically suggests they should just fuck the deal. Yeah. So what do you think about that, Kendall's desire to do that? I think Kendall, unlike Roman, has now basically just got it into his head that uh, he's going to be, he's like, even though he's only been in the job for one day, he's kind of liking the feel of it. Okay. And he's thinking, no, I, I can do this kind of thing. And he's, he's, even if he isn't coked up Ken in reality, he's acting like coked up Ken. Maybe he's it's like, not really coke, it's just like high on the vibe. Yeah, maybe, 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 but he's getting far too big a sense of his own importance and his own talent, mm. which he doesn't have much of. And so he's thinking, no, why don't we just run it ourselves kind of thing. Yeah. Do you not think, because when I was thinking about this, that the three of them, like at the end of last season, the end of season three, they were all doing everything they could to stop the deal, to stop this happening. So they were saying, this is our inheritance, we mustn't have this, you know, don't sell it, this would be awful. Yeah. And now they're in charge, they can, well, you know, they've got the board they've got to get through, but they're much more in control. I mean, in a way, you'd think, yeah, obviously. But what, So you think they wouldn't really want to sell it because then it's their... Well, why, why you know, yeah. why different from the end of season three? Yeah, because now Logan's not there anymore. Well, isn't that, isn't that the thing? Now, now Logan's not there anymore. They sort of have control of it, don't they? Yeah. yeah. But So why? What I mean is they, they, de they didn't want it to happen at the end of season three. Now, at least on the surface, the whole point of it is that they do want it to happen. Why don't they just go, no, fuck it, Logan's not around. We never liked this deal anyway. I guess is it because, like, like this is the direction it's been going in and the board's been saying this is what should happen. They've set up these other things about things they're going to do with the money, like the Pierce deal. And so they haven't really thought about going back to not doing it before. Which may mean yeah. that 
as Logan said, they're not very serious people. They're, not serious they're just people. changing with the weather, really. Yeah. Well, although Kenville isn't, I mean, but he doesn't say this, like he doesn't say we never liked no. it. He just said, like you said, I think he, he has just got, you know, a thing of I'm liking, I'm liking this. I want the chair. Yeah, I yeah, to yeah. Be in charge. But, but also, I think as far as the show goes, I think we need the deal not to happen for, for the story to continue in the best way. I think, I feel like, yeah, well, I, feel yeah. like I feel like they can't really sell to Madsen because that would change too much about it that they need waystar they need to still be in charge of waystar at the end of the season in some ways whatever happens whether they completely screw it up in order to answer the succession yes yes the question because if the company doesn't exist anymore if the company is owned by madsen then the question is not such an important question anymore is it of succession you're sort of just talking about money really assuming the question is who who succeeds as being the leader of waystar which that might not be the question that is true. That might not be the question. I mean, it's a succession of some kind. But okay, so okay. Well, let's just ask now. Like, if that's not the question, what is what could be the question of succession? If it's not about who succeeds as the head of Waystar, are we just talking about? We can't be talking about a head of a family. That's mm. not really no. what a sibling does, is it? A sibling isn't a head of a family. No, and we know that we've just knowing about what what's come out about how this series season is going to be with one episode almost covering one a day, per day yeah something like that or like close to it then we're not getting to a point of like another company they're not going to manage be owning pierce by the end of everything no, that's not going to happen no. so kind of you're i think you're right it does, I think it does the deal does have to like fail really doesn't it okay, yeah. okay. but it, it's not like i was completely thinking that the whole way through because of the story in this so it's like it's like it hasn't been at the forefront of my mind but thinking about it i okay. think that's probably right let's hold yeah. that thought about pinning what was going to happen to this deal because okay. i'm not i'm not sure but yeah, yeah we've got we're moving on to my favorite new couple now <laughs> i don't think you can quite call them a couple yet but well, certainly there's some flirting little, going on little crazy pairing yeah. going on shiver Matt, that's that's shiver wonderful Madsen. yeah i love them being that was together, and it's so. I really thought so. The story that Madsen tells about the blood thing, and it just I kept thinking about again, like sometimes the other things have reminded us of Peep Show, yeah, which is I knows Jesse Armstrong's uh very long running British um sitcom, which is she wrote it, with Sam Bain, not just yes, him, yeah, yes, sorry, sorry Jesse Sam Armstrong Bain. and Sam Bain, <laughs> um, and brilliant, brilliant, but completely different stylistically in tone, but that story that Mad- Madsen tells I could completely imagine um like one of the characters in 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 um Peep Show, Peep Show telling that story so Jez of, telling that story yeah I'm saying that well it was a joke and then kind of kept doing it and then it wasn't a joke and then I kept doing it more sending more blood and more blood and then it was a joke again yes and now yeah. now it's just not a joke I mean that's just... that was so Jez wasn't it really the back and forth of yeah. the, the joke and the non-joke <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, I could. I, I'm, I'm so enjoying seeing that. And what I particularly liked about Madsen's telling of it was that we've seen him as the um, the wheeler dealer, and he's very good at like beating down his opponents in, you know, in out out talking them in some ways, especially when he's talking to like Kendall and Roman. And we've seen hints of his slight unpredictability and how he's a bit of a, you know, he's, like I said, he's a little bit unhinged. And here he just looks like a little boy when he's telling it, doesn't it? And you think, oh, yes, this is kind of like the Mark Zuckerbergs of the world who 
came up and became incredibly wealthy and influential in their early 20s and have missed out on an important part of of growing up and becoming an adult Um, and now he thinks it's okay to send frozen blood to a woman he fancies and he hasn't ever learned that that's not an okay thing um so well so why why do you think do you believe that it's credible that he would tell Shiv this because it seems to be giving uh giving the Roys more power well I that I that was my first thought when I saw when he was doing it but I think that's why he had um them drinking whiskey and more on Shiv drinking whiskey in a minute mm. and whatever drugs they were taking in that little file which I was guessing was microdots was it in a little file like that of, of LSD what you just like just little tabs, microdosing, yeah, just little tabs on the. But as far as the storyline, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not up enough on what you would take in the in the little thing like that to is know. It, so it's not it coke, is it? Well, it, I mean, I think if you're but, very rich, you can get you can get all these drugs in very different formats, can't you? <laughs> yeah. So, so Shiv doesn't doesn't him to take it. She takes it off him, takes but she doesn't him. take it, doesn't yeah. actually take she it. She kind of goes along, yeah. yeah, yeah, sure, I'll have some of that, but she doesn't yeah. have any. She is drinking whiskey, though, even though she's pregnant. Does she drink whiskey? Yeah. I didn't notice that. And uh, what's, the, what's the current sort of, like, um, advice as far as alcohol when you're drinking? Uh, no, the couple, no, no, alcohol, no alcohol level is considered uh, safe. Uh, I, I think, I think nice, shit, I should know this stuff. Um, so it's wavered, but now it is really that no alcohol is, is sort of as safe as although, safe level. Although Shiv is clever enough, isn't she, to accept a drink, to make a little shit and drink it, and then not drink it. She didn't seem drunk. No, certainly didn't seem drunk. So, so going back to your original question about Madsen, I don't think Madsen would have told this story if he wasn't now in I'm in a private in, in a sort of private room. It's obviously quite late on in the evening now, isn't it? And he's probably had a couple of drinks because he also weirdly seems like the sort of guy who will drink and take drugs during a business negotiation and not worry it's going to fuck up, fuck him up as far as like negotiation. But you don't think it does fuck him up? Do you think it was a mistake or do you think it was potentially a clever ploy to try and get her on his side? I think what it really was, was some sad flirting, to yeah, be honest. I, don't, I think he's actually, because what, what we hear about... Um, you know, a little comments from Greg earlier about about Madsen and his um, wearing noise cancelling headphones whilst shagging a rando. Yeah. I think it's meant to give us this impression of Madsen as a I'm going to try and sleep with lots of women I meet kind of. But yeah. that's the sort of guy he is. And so then we think when he's in with Shiv, that he's actually going to think maybe I'm going to end up sleeping with Shiv. Possibly. I think he would like to. So so that's why I think he's a little bit more cavalier in what he's talking about with her because he wants to, he's using it as a flirting technique essentially. Okay, so it's yeah. weird flirting. Not, weird flirting. Not, not a strange. He's trying to be, he's trying to act the vulnerable and therefore um, attractive new man basically, isn't he? <laughs> I don't, think anybody uses, I don't think anybody uses the term new man. That's sorry true. to age you. Yeah, but... sorry, that a 90s term. What would you use as an equivalent for new man? Or well, just a vulnerable person. Perf- okay, vulnerable person. Yeah. Um, okay, I mean, maybe it's a weird one, but yeah, I could do it. What do you think of Shiv's? Do you think Shiv's likes him? Any... No, but what she does like is this information she now has about him. I think she loves having that information. I think she does love having that information. I think she's probably is mildly attracted to him. And I like the comment she makes to Tom afterwards about 
about. Yeah, he's very he's very conventionally really attractive. attractive, much broader than you. Although, do you call him boring or? Yeah, yes, or, well, but yeah. she's just having a go at. Uh, she's just having yeah. a go. And, and it's interesting, isn't it, that the we eventually find out that the woman that Madison has been sending the blood to is actually Eber, his director of communications, which makes you think. Jesus Christ, he's, he's as much of a fuck up as Kendall and yeah, Rowan yeah, yeah, are, yeah. really, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he is a complete idiot, and she because yeah. she seemed very on the ball, and to Carolina. have and to have quite a hold over him as well. Like the looks, the kind of embarrassed looks that he was giving her after she sort of dissed him in front of everyone. That is not the looks that a normal boss of a company gives to his director of communications. She's got power. Over she him, has power over him. She yeah. knows it, but she's yeah, yeah. enjoying it in yeah. a way. Um, but I, I thought the the one thing I'm not sure, the one thing I thought, oh, that is a canny thing to say to Shiv, was that he yeah. said, you're like your dad, you remind me of your dad. Right. And that she she glowed when he said that. I yeah, thought. yeah, yeah. So. I did wonder as well if the whole, um, and I don't think this is true, but I did wonder if Madsen was just making up the whole story about the, about the blood just to, so that Shiv might bring it up again and he'll just completely deny it. But I don't think so because of how he saw he was with Eva earlier. I think I think it is a true story. Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I I think it yeah. is. Yeah. Um. So you've got you've got then Kendall puts his sort of his, his uh, plan into place. He's got two things. <laughs> He's got Greg uh, going is going to brief some journalist to write this kind of shitty yeah. article did you like greg's delight when he's asked to do it the way he pinches Aww. pinches kendall's arm afterwards and also he gives jess this terrible like poor jess she's yeah. got a mission she's got to find a massive screen or something like that because they're going to screen this terrible film they've with got. the one with the sleepy robot in the sleepy cave. robot <laughs> yeah <laughs> Which I, I wish we'd seen some of that. Yeah, well, we didn't really see any of it, did we? We just saw the reactions of the, of the Swedes and they weren't that impressed. No. Yeah. So we know that. So this is all to try and get them to just say, yeah. well, this is their fellowship. Just another, another kind of um, side question is, why, why doesn't Jess get a new job somewhere? <laughs> yeah. This is like, this is an eternal question because there are many, many people that do awful jobs for yeah. a really long time. People that are brilliant and capable that just get I mean, shut off. Do you think she's paid really quite a lot of money for that job? Yeah, but yeah. it's... But also, she's, I guess it's a quite a position of power, isn't it? But, but it must be awful to doing it. And remember, remember like we had with Comfrey, who used to do, who did a similar job Mm. Well, no, she was doing Jesse's job, wasn't she, for a while in uh, season three? I think it was, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And she, she, uh, there's one point where I think it's when she's organising Kendall's party, isn't it? When she says just how awful it is. She has this big diatribe about having to send all these presents back because mm. Kendall wasn't happy with them or something. Something she's got yeah. hundreds of lunchboxes in her flat. <laughs> yes. I can't remember something like that. But she eighties style lunchboxes yeah, that yeah, she yeah. bought. But she obviously she left. Because uh, she—that's true. Yeah. So some people do. That's you, yeah. There, you can get out of it. I'd really like that. By the end of the season, by the end of this whole series, Jess has had in her resignation. That maybe would really that, make me happy. Maybe that's the only end. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, it's after this, though. Is that this? Are we then going off to the mountain top? Well, just before that, we isn't that when we see the. Uh, the interaction between Shiv and Tom, or is that oh, after? No, is that yeah, after no, no, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. That's which cool. was a weird and very uncomfortable to watch interaction, wasn't it? Yeah, that yeah. was a bit strange, wasn't it? So yeah. she stamps on his shoes. She's trying to say, "All oh, your shoes are so clean. You want to have dirtier yeah. shoes, and that and it makes them all 
dirty. And then he sort of pinches her earlobe. And says, well, yeah, you've got, you, you've always had chunky earlobes or something. It always feels like a, just a random collection of words he's reaching for. But, but he well, does, he slaps her a little bit as well, doesn't he? And no, yeah. he d- it isn't a slap. It's just a, a, it looks a bit like a slap, but it's more of a, he's just going in to pinch her earlobe in a weird way. But even, even a, it's a kind of a physical attack in some... I guess she's physically attacked him, hasn't she? So he's trying, he's doing some other physical... But, yeah, but it seems, from a big guy, yeah. it, it seems it's very uncomfortable and... It seems worse, hasn't it? She's, he's gone for her head somehow than just yeah. her feet. Yeah. Fine, I don't know quite. So what's driven them to this place? So why is... I mean, he's obviously, he is... This is where she has the, oh, you know, Madsen's very you know, attractive, and he's driven yeah. by jealousy. Yeah. Um, I guess Shiv, I guess Shiv in this position, she doesn't know quite how the deal's going to go down or if it's going to go down, but mm. she does know that uh, it's possible that ATM will get sold as well. And if that happens, she knows that Tom's fate is in Madsen's hands rather than in hers, really, doesn't it? So yeah. she, she's, it's a bit unclear as to how much hold she has over Tom anymore as far as that goes. Well, so yeah. it's that frustration of losing her power over him? She's Samson is... I think they're both just very confused about each other, aren't they? I think they, they are very, very confused. Yeah. She's got this secret about the pregnancy. That, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, maybe they just want some weird physical contact. I mean, we've, we've seen, like, way, way, way back, um, Shiv and Roman having a real... You know, sibling physical fight. Yeah, Do you remember just when yeah, they were in yeah. the hospital, which yeah. I always really liked because it kind of reminded me of my me. Well, not that I do that with my brothers, but I used to, and that I think that's nice, but not really, I guess. And yeah, certainly that interaction between her and Tom seemed a little weird. Uh, but and also, I think it was informed with how you view it by when Madsen asks her and their little like flirting thing what's happened between her and Tom. And mm. Shiv is kind of saying, oh, yeah, that all went... But, but she doesn't all blame it all on Tom, does she? She says, uh, he said some bad stuff, I said some bad stuff. Mm. And she and you can see some sort of genuine regret about the relationship there in her, mm. can't you? It's not, it's not all like... She's not just brushing it off and saying... Yeah, actually, yeah. that's the most we've heard her open up about the relationship. Yeah. And so that's... Yeah. So maybe she's just actually because she's not a person to um, access her own feelings easily. So maybe a little yeah. bit of that came out and then she felt feelings and stomped in her shoes. Yeah, and I think they're just conflict. Both of them are conflicted in that thing because both have been quite hurt by the other. Very much so, but, yeah. but they both still quite like each other as well. Mm. And yet they're constantly burning bridges between each other at the same time. So, yes, that was all very weird and I didn't really enjoy what it was kind of awkward to watch as well wasn't it yeah yeah awkward, yeah um okay so we're on the mountaintop next yeah so so if the if the previous kind of summit meeting this has gone <laughs> one higher by actually getting on top of the mountain oh, now, isn't it? i like the yeah. I, summit i had yeah, a yeah. of that nice and, and madison's flown up there by helicopter hasn't he yes but, yeah and they oh so has he come by helicopter yeah. and they've come by cable, cable car. car yeah because he flies off on the helicopter after oh yeah. yeah oh man power plays yes Jesus. And Roman's screwed up en route by getting a picture of of dad, his dad from Connor. Yeah, so do you think he's he's just sort of like emotionally disturbed just at seeing a picture of Logan dead, essentially? Yeah. yeah. Yes. I mean, and he's, Kendall, he's got yeah. a lot of other stuff going on, but that's just yeah. it. And Kendall wisely decides not to look at that. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And then this... I couldn't quite work out, was, was Logan in a kilt in the picture or not? I don't think... <laughs> I doubt it. I don't think that's yeah. the point. I think he's just... I, I imagine it's just kind of saying, look, this is the, this is the decision. Is yeah. you okay with that? And, yeah, anywho. Um, so you've got the two of them. They're, they're supposed to be briefing. Yeah, let's, let's screw this deal. How do you think, marks out of 10, the two of them did? Kendall and oh, both very poor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because and and Madsen completely sees through them as well. The fact that they've shown this film, which is shit, to mm. everyone, and like, and Kendall's making out that it's like, oh, we just want to be open and transparent. I mean, you don't do that. You don't show a shit film, do you? Like, it would be weird yeah. unless you have really poor judgment. You don't realise it's shit. And the only genuine thing that happens really is Roman's outburst at the end, really, isn't yeah. it? About and and then we kind of we get everything that he's been feeling throughout the whole episode, really, don't we? That like he's infuriated with Madsen for having like organised this two days after their dad's died. He says that he hates him, and I imagine he does, and uh, and that he doesn't really care care about the deal anymore. Doesn't want it to happen. And he also he, says, "Oh, we will stop. You know, we'll stop it. We will yeah. we'll hold it up. We'll do yeah. that." Um, it gets very childish with, yeah. with with Madsen saying, did you hear this? And him going, did you hear this? So yeah. they're just like... It's just repeating what he says, which is the yeah. most childish thing you can do. Yeah. And there's such, there's an amazing physical difference between Roman, um, well, between, you know... Kieran um, Culkin. Kieran Culkin and... and Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're... Uh, yeah, just played out with the two of them. Just what well, I think they they even make it look big. You know, the difference between the height look even more intense. I think that. I think Roman's sit, sitting up on a ledge, isn't he? And yeah, but before that, they're yeah. walking over, and it looks like Roman's right, even yeah, in yeah. A, you know a hole. But yeah. you, yeah, you see, there are such different people. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it, it was a very honest piece of emotion, wasn't it? For yeah. Roman? But then. We go back into the plane on the way home and the senior management, they haven't said any of this to Carl and Frank and Jerry. Well, and they, they can't because they do. So what? I mean, when they were talking about before, they were like, well, we've got to play this. Sorry. They? Yes, I forgot. They, they have to make it look like Madison's yeah. fucking deal. Because yeah. if they, because, yeah, they, they lose yeah. their place, I guess, because yeah. the board will say, well, that was, we do not want you to do this. You, you know, yeah. that was an unwise move. So yeah, yeah. So, that I, and I think they're just, Kendall and Rowan are just sitting there thinking, well, we're just waiting for the news to come through that Madsen doesn't want to deal. And I guess they're wondering what will happen after that. But then, weirdly, they get a phone call from Madsen and he does want to do the deal. What do you think? Yeah. I don't think it's that weird because he wants the deal. Why? And he wants the deal. Um, I don't know. So, like, obviously, you could think, he could think, that this was just a play and that he they he's just got to play you know hit a higher level yeah. a higher number to get a good deal or get a deal agreed but i don't think he yeah you know maybe he does think i think maybe he's questioning that and i think that's why he wants the the picture via shiv right so he probably because there's such the picture of oh, shiv taking a photo of kendall yeah, yeah 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 so he, you know, everybody is almost inhuman about things. So he might think that Roman is capable of just throwing that out there as a play. Yeah. Even though he's saying this is, yeah, if anybody, if you know, anybody says, I'm just going to tell people this is a play. 
So he might think, I think that actually, maybe that was, because, because how and, do you know? And also we kind of, we get the impression of Madsen that he's probably a little bit autistic and therefore not really good at reading people's emotions. You know? Yeah, yeah, uh, or, people, yeah. Or, or somewhat, I mean, God knows what happened to him as a child, but yeah. yeah, the dad thing didn't help. So yeah, um, yeah he doesn't, and he's, he's, you've got to assume, and maybe he's assuming that I might do that, you know, it's kind of off the wall, but maybe that's, that's a, you know, that was a move. Yeah. So he offers a bigger deal, but he basically also is hoping, I think, that they're going to be unhappy. Well, he looks like he's pleased when he sees that they look... They look unhappy. Yeah. Yeah. Because he, then it, that tells him what, if they're unhappy. Mm. What It tell, tells him that they, they didn't really want the deal. Yeah, he's, I mean, yeah. on the very childish level of he's won. Yes. I guess so... So what are Roman and Kendall to do now, now that if they've had this, this higher offer, what's, what well, can they do? So it goes to the board and yeah. they aren't, so this is what, so how can they not, uh, how can it, the deal not go through? Well, because, well, I guess there could be more shenanigans there to make the deal not go through. You know, we've got, we've got other people like Stewie and Sandy and whatever. Who okay. Can, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Plenty, plenty of scope for shenanigans. You mean going back to our, our question of doesn't this show need the deal not to go through in order for the story to work? Yeah. I yeah. know you're saying that, but it seems like the deal, you know, it's a sweet, sweet deal now. So yeah. why wouldn't it when everybody's on the board is keen? So yeah. That's a question, but I think, yeah, yeah, you're right. Watch your space for shenanigans. And, and particularly, you know, you know, we know that Rowan and um, and Kendall still want to fuck the deal as well, don't we? So they've they're yeah, going to have things to play. Yeah. How about the other person as well? And let's go back to Shiv because yeah. why do you reckon? Why do you reckon she plays along with Madsen and sends a photo? Possibly because she thinks that if the deal does go through, she'll be given a high up position in the company. You spy Madsen, you think? Jeez. Okay. Well, because because that's possible, isn't it? Like, um, particularly if he was flirting with her, and like if you know he he might if he gets to buy ATN as well, she would quite like to steer the course of ATN. Maybe she gets to run ATN. Maybe there's some of this, these thoughts going on on in her head. Mm. What, okay, do you, well, what, do you, what do you think about that? Then? Why do you think she's sending him the photo? I thought it was more just because she was pissed at Kendall and Roman. Not that we see it much, but, you know, but she's still, you know, she is very much, after last week, she's, she was pissed off at what happened and she knows that she's sidelined. And she, she you know, it turns out that she's continued to be sidelined. Uh, that, wasn't the, that wasn't the feel I got. I, I mean, just thinking about it again, I think maybe it's more that she's had this little, like, private sort of, flirting thing with Madsen which gives her a feeling of sort of power like like Roman had when he was the one talking to Madsen now she's mm. the one talking to Madsen she's kind of like got more access to him than anyone else and so maybe she's just sort of like doing what he asks in order to keep in with him because she thinks this is this is where my power can lie by me having this access to him I think she's not she's not too sure but it's a good it's a good mm. play. I mean, she probably thinks there's not much to be lost here by sending one photo of Kendall and Roman, do you think? Well, no, I mean, she might be really. wrong, but yeah. It seems unwise not to, she doesn't seem to think about it. Yeah. We've also got, at the end, the, the interaction between her and Tom. Yeah, and that was, that was quite a big thing because she asked him to meet her for dinner. What did that say to you? I have, what, what, what do you think she's doing there? I think the main thing is she's like gearing up to 
tell him she's about pregnant. pregnancy. Yeah, that's but that was my fault. That's what the dinner's about. I don't think she's yeah. necessarily thinking. Although, also, she says, and I don't know what power she's got to arrange this, but she says, yeah, we're going to get rid of Sid at ATN. Yeah. Which is, um, you know, obviously sorts Tom out completely when he is assuming that she's going to be gunning for him. So Sorts him out. At least temporarily, yeah, yeah, depending yeah, yeah, on what yeah, happens yeah. to ATM in the um, future. Yeah. So, and he's not on the kill list as well, as we're saying. No, did Tom hear that he wasn't on the kill list? Did uh, he hear them say that? I, well, I, I think he, I think he did. I think he, yeah. when they were discussing, it, I think he could hear what was going on. Because because yeah. somebody says, "What Tom's not on it?" It's like, yeah, is it Frank or Carl? Which is. I love Hugo's reaction to being on the kill list. Hugo is like, "I knew this was happening." Yeah. <laughs> state and did you notice this is where it made me wonder if the only people not on the kill well this is accepting tom but it's the women who are not on the kill list and mm. i wondered if ever has the final say over who's not on the kill list because she's got such a hold over madison i mean you would say they would well you know they are carolina's always amazingly impressive true and jerry's pretty good jerry is pretty impressive yeah i mean carolina is much more impressive than hugo or carl or frank yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Frank, Frank, yeah, anywho. But yeah, 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 yeah. I could. And they're, well, oh, Jerry's, you're not old. Anyway, yeah. that was their call. Yeah. They were happy with Tom. And it seems that Shiv, yeah. So next episode with, you think she's going to be telling Tom telling she's Tom. pregnant? I mean, it's got to come soon, hasn't it? Yeah. But and... do we, are we clear as to what? Well, not clear, but what do we think of what the consequences for Tom once he knows that she's pregnant? What's what's he? What will that information say to him? I don't know. I think it was going to throw him for a loop. I think yeah. it's going to make him because he's at the moment he's not really sure where he, he again. There was doing that classic sort of reticence thing of a couple that were estranged. So she said, yeah. "Do you want to come out go out for dinner?" And he's like, "No." He didn't say yes. Great, that'd be lovely. Yeah. He was like, "Well." Um, don't know sort yeah. of like things. he doesn't know why he's being asked really does he he's yeah and he doesn't there. want to he doesn't want to commit and be like yeah. over keen if she's gonna then shit yeah. on him well to be fair that is quite feasible that might happen but yeah. um i don't know i think tom old-fashioned guy in many respects quite conservative values i think he would really want to get back together i'm excited for this baby he definitely wants to have the baby because he wanted that last season could you really get back together with someone after all of the shit that's gone down between them. Like the terrible things that have happened on both sides. Uh, I mean, is that maybe the super rich can do that? I don't well, know. Well, lots of people do stuff like that. I guess. It just see it just seems like Tom is one of the more human characters in the show, albeit still mm. very morally flawed, but he does I, seem more human than Tom. I want to shout out for Tom and well Matthew McFadden. Yeah. Um because Tom is on paper one of the most kind of unpleasant characters really he's really sort of a wannabe yeah and a bit idiotic and um definitely a immoral or maybe at least amoral and yet i care about him and i you know i worry about him you want him to win or you want him to i don't want him to win but i just don't want him to get any more upset (laughs) yeah yeah what do you think about, um, we heard an interview with Jesse Armstrong, I think towards the beginning of this season, that in his mind, the Tom and Shiv relationship is kind of core to this season. 
Uh, and you know, Jesse Armstrong, if anyone should should know what's core, and what what do you make of that? What do you how how do you how do you see it as the core of this season? I think I don't. I I just think that seemed a bit. It doesn't seem what we've seen. It doesn't no. feel that what we've seen is their relationship being the core of it. And I think Jesse Armstrong gets asked a lot of questions, and sometimes he's a bit jet lagged, and I don't think he's always. <laughs> I don't think he loves interviews. I don't no. know. Maybe okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna propose one thing, which has just come into my mind though that if if we can pay some credence to Tom and Shiv's relationship being a central mm. central part of the story of this season, then perhaps the succession is their child, something about their child. No. The child's, <laughs> it's it's just, the child's not going to be anywhere near born by the time. No, you're, you're, that's true. I mean, no, you just popped into my head that there's another possible no. successor in the... In yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. No, that doesn't work. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. shitting on your idea. No, no, it's fine. It only happened to be like 10 seconds ago, so uh, I don't mind. No, no, yeah. okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so our main takeaway, we think, deal probably won't happen, but we don't know quite how it won't happen. I... Is that for, for the next oh, couple yeah. of episodes? Okay, yeah. well, how many episodes have we got left? That was episode that was five. five. We've got five left. Got five left. I. This is my thinking. We've got one, one episode that's going to be the funeral. Yeah. I think we're going to have two episodes that will be... The election, like two episodes of the election, because well, they're like doing double double episodes at the finale of the season. You think? Yeah, and I think it will be like leading up to the election and then the fallout from the election because I think the fallout's going to be yeah the, the big stuff and that might be my we prediction did, is that's the finale, but there could be. We discussed that in the last in the last podcast, right. didn't we? That perhaps the the real finale is. Who they who gets control over the next president of the United States? Okay, yeah, yeah, right. Okay, yeah. that was our. So, that so was hang our on, that that, t- that only gives, takes me three episodes. So there's two more. Two that more. I can't How do you get everyone together for two more episodes? A board, a board meeting? Do you think we might have? Well, maybe there's got to be a board meeting to discuss discuss this, and there's got to be lots more shenanigans as well. As we were yeah. saying, shenanigans to stop the waste star deal. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I can't see that there's huge meat on that unless we add in some more. Factors into that. I mean, probably with Stewie. You know what? I think those rather clever men, writers. I do think add so. some more factors in. And then we've got delight. one more, one more. Episode. I feel we need a a proper Marsha episode in here as well, where she figures quite prominently because she's she's a bit of a major character. I think. Nah, and I all know. a bit of a major character in as much as she, particularly if you think about like Logan and his will, like. Is it not quite likely that she's being left the majority of his fortune in the will? I no, okay. I mean, that can be your or about your a, re- thing. a reading of the will episode. I think it'd be a reading of the will. I don't think I think he's, he'll have it tightly sewn. I don't think Marsh is. I, I mean, yeah. I think Marsh. I don't think Marsh is going to be. Didn't have an NDA yet before we got married. Yeah, they've, they've probably sewn up tighter than that. Not an NDA. What do you, what do you call it? Like a, a prenup. Yes, I was going to say non-disclosure agreements and a weird one. In maybe Logan maybe. would have had one of them as well. Actually, I, thought, I was thinking maybe that's a thing you do. Yeah, no, pre You probably do, actually. Yeah. You probably do have non-disclosure. Anyway, I don't even understand that. Yeah. But um, we'll see well, it what might happens be, next week. I wonder, um, a little bit like with uh, Rupert Murdoch and Jerry Hall, as we've just heard about their divorce agreement at the moment, that she's not allowed to talk to the succession succession writers. Yeah. Maybe Logan and Marsha had a similar kind of like agreement in there. Very meta. Very meta, yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay. can't say I'm anything less than ultra excited for the rest yes. of the season. That was yeah. great. Yeah. Well, we'll see you next time. Thank Bye. You. Bye-bye.